On today's episode, we're just going to talk movies. We don't have a set guideline or anything like that. We're just a movie podcast, and we're going to talk cinema. We're going to talk film. We're going to talk movies. All three of those words mean the same thing. We're also going to talk about a couple things coming up in the Cinemaxic podcast world. Maybe that uh, mention of a new uh, Force Vision episode, as well as we're going to talk about our Star Wars celebration trip that we have coming up. So, a few things on the docket today. We're excited to dive into them. We're going to keep it short. We're going to keep it snappy. And we're going to keep it going right now. This is Cinemaxic. <laughs> As always, I'm your host, Max Leadham at Max Fozzy. Back again for another episode of Cinemaxic. I believe this is episode 19. And uh, sitting across from me are my two compadres, Tim Reichmuth at Tim Trist and my boy Tanner Rush at Danger Rush. Welcome back to the Cinemaxic podcast. I'm excited. Good to be back. Yeah, you were on a trip for a while there. It's on a long trip. I missed you, Tanner. Yep. Tanner said when I came in the door, I said, hey, Tanner, how was your trip? And he goes, it was good. And that was... The, the, what, would you get of, what would you give it out of 10? What would I give it out of 10? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> trip review right now. Trip review. Where did you eat? He went to Colorado, by the way. I oh. ate so much food. Oh, well, I, I know one thing you probably ate. Um little pop brownie action. Huh? I, I, Smoking the gum. You know? I was going to take that in a different direction. But a little bit of anyways, let, oh. um <laughs> You just ruined it. I did. I think I knew where he was going. Uh, mostly drank. Mm. Ooh, did you go to Breckenridge? Spent way too much money. No, I did a tour of the Coors Brewery in Golden, Colorado, oh. which was fun because they're free. Eventually, they will not be free. So mm. if you ever wanted to do that, Better do it now. Do it sooner than later. Oh, Very shit. cool. Um, what was, give a, you a, what was, a, what was a brewery? That's not the main brewery in Colorado, it's is it? It's not their main one, but there are some Coors beers that are only produced there. I think like the Banquet mm. um, oh, okay. wine. Um, yes, Banquet is only made in that brewery, and they gave it to you fresh, and it was... The coldest thing in the world, but it was nice. Um, So what you do is you wait a whole goddamn hour in line to get on the shuttle that does not take you directly to the brewery, but then gives you like a brief history lesson of the town itself. Um, Our bus Mm. driver looked like Captain Jack Sparrow. Sweet. Which is kind of distracting um, to tie it in with movie stuff. Mm. We should get him on the pod. Get the bus and driver in here, Tanner. The tour number? itself, no. The tour itself is maybe half an hour. And then afterwards, you get three free, like maybe half pints of beer. Uh, you pick what flavor you want. Mm. Uh, and then they herd you into the gift shop to buy some beer merchandise. Hmm. Did you buy any? <clears throat> I got a, you know, three three-quarter baseball three-quarter sleeve baseball um, blue moon tea because I like blue oh, moon. Oh, yeah, Coors Zone's blue right. moon. I forgot they? about that. Yeah. Mm. See, I was, see, when it comes to a Coors Light gift shop, I would I, I wonder how well it does because I feel like Coors Light is so popular that you can find that almost anywhere. But I, I don't know. Um, 
the, I was the just three, surprised four. that they were priced like normal things. Like I feel oh. like a gift shop, you're going to have like some stupid markup on yeah, it. Yeah, I would have guessed your shirt mm-hmm. would be 35 bucks. No, it was like $20. Oh, that's not bad. It's reasonable. Yeah. Um, it's enough overhead a, for them to make a It's a nice profit, shirt. Not, mm-hmm. not fits like a glove. Yeah. Super soft. Sweet. Ladies loved it. You should go try it on for um, us. Oh. It's dirty. Mm. Real dirty. Is that what that washer was going it. for? Mm. Uh, no. No. I should have thrown that in there. Um, you, well, then go, gra- go grab it. Oh, I'm cleaning towels right now. Uh, Anyways, they overall, say you shouldn't wash regular laundry with towels because it could take get away the, from the soaking ability of the towel. Well, I was going to say, you get the fuzz all over your clothes. Mm, that's I true. I did notice that was happening. And it is very annoying. Um, Back to Tanner. Also did some hiking. Um, we were in Denver Ooh. for a couple days. Went to Pikes Peak. In Avalanche, uh, Blackhawks hockey game, which I originally wasn't going to go to. Oh, okay. I but, missed the avalanche yeah. part. I was like, "How was that?" I've never been in an uh, NHL game. How was it? It was okay. They did like a lot of cool stuff with like light show on the ice, which mm-hmm. the only part that really got my attention. Um, <laughs> thankfully, hockey games are only like an hour and a half long. Yeah, if, yeah. Because I don't think they're all they're, televised. So. No, Mm-mm. ours wasn't. So that would be quick. It's like three twenty-minute periods. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then, like, in between each period is, like, a 20-minute break, which I feel like is too long, but... They're exhausted. Yeah, but they got to rest, because, I mean, they're constantly moving. It was okay. I just... I wasn't initially going on the trip, so everyone bought their tickets, so I had to buy my ticket, like, the day of, and I wasn't sitting next to them, so I was just alone watching <laughs> this sport just I didn't next care up. about. Just After, next to some like diehard avalanche. Pretty fans. much, like you she was just... like, "What team are you rooting for?" And I'm like, "I'm really just here. <laughs> I'm here for the light show on the ice. I'm here because it was either come to this or like sadly Uber around Denver and look for things to do for an hour and a half while like my friends are having fun. Where are your friends? They're over there, yeah, all sitting having a great time together, <laughs> and you're clear across the stadium. Yeah, just zooms in on them, how laughing. Far, how far away were you? From them? Yes. They were actually directly behind me, but like five or six rows. <laughs> so they Sorry. could see me being miserable, this sounds but like couldn't so do sad. anything about it. I was real mad. This sounds like a, a romantic when it comedy started, scene. When it started, I was so pissed. I'm like, I should have not bought this ticket. I should have not come <laughs> on this trip. How, how much was the ticket? It's like, it was The ticket was like 50 bucks, which I don't know if that's normal, but- Gonna tell you, of course. Yeah, buying it on that's like it's, that's probably reasonable. Stub hub. for a hockey game, yeah. A, a mid-season hockey game. I mean, it's no different than an NBA game. NBA games are more expensive. The only a... hockey game I've ever attended was the Kansas City Outlaws. I mean, we can't really talk because we don't have thing? an NHL no, team. No, they are not. Uh, but there was like a fifteen dollars service fee attached to it. Mm. To buy it at the booth? No, to buy it through StubHub. Oh yeah, you should just buy it at the booth. I wasn't. I didn't know. I was overwhelmed. <laughs> I was in a bad mood. I was overwhelmed. I was making quick decisions. He's in a place he's not familiar with. Exactly. Um, he and he's know probably his, he didn't know. Had a lot of Coors Light. Mm. Coors Light's flowing. More Coors in his body than blood. Mm. I I spent way too much money on this trip, so since I was like a well, late, that means you did. I was right. late add on to like all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was only fair to like pay people back 
to because we were in an Airbnb for two mm-hmm. days in Denver. Yeah. Uh, so I picked up the bar tab one night, which was like a hundred bucks, which that's fine. Ooh, Ooh. Big spender picking up the um, bar tab, Ooh. which is I mean, if I gave everyone the money I owed them, that's Cinemax is paying you out well. I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I also like did it again two nights later because I was a bit, you know drunk i was a bit drunk and Just that was probably bit. twice as much money because people were also getting food i don't remember <laughs> what the check was you know i it, don't want to know what it was you know what the biggest bummer of that is is that all you get out of that is like oh tanner you're the man no and then that's pretty much the extent and no of one it. remembers <laughs> after that no, one remembers. no like i think it went borderline completely unappreciated <laughs> are you serious no, no tanner because in man. the morning i was like i don't know why i did that <laughs> oh no and they're like See, yeah tanner you went a bit far i'm like you're welcome <laughs> yeah how about you um, pay me back yeah. yeah nope nope sorry well one of them tried to i need to He's get like, on hey, i'm not on venmo but uh, i need to get up? on venmo to claim that oh uh, yeah um, I'm. It's like, hey, I'm I'm drunk and uh, I made a bad decision. Could you please pay me back? Mm, no, right? No, nope. So I didn't get to see us this weekend mm. because I was oh. having a a weird time in Colorado. In Colorado, uh, it was a mixed bag. There were ups, there were downs. I don't. Yeah, you should have seen a lot of high us. moments. Should have seen us by yourself in the theater. I should have. I should have done that while they were at the hockey game. But oh, that would have been perfect. I got you know. I was too scared to walk around a town. I don't know. Um, well, I watched half of Silver Linings Playbook. Have you never I've seen Silver never Linings? Never seen it before. Really? It's good. Honestly, it was kind of bumming me out. It is a bummer yeah. movie. And I got too tired. It gets good at yeah, the you, end, Yeah, you have to, it, it's, there's a silver lining to this playbook. I bet. Oh, yes. Um, it's very, very it's, slim. It ends, it ends well. I liked Bradley Cooper in it. He's playing such a weird character. Yes. Yeah, yep. Super different from anything he's ever done. Um, very yeah, it's, zany. It's pretty similar to Rocket Raccoon. Jennifer Lawrence. I would say so. Yeah. Jennifer Lawrence is a good actress. I just I don't care anymore. Like she's kind of overexposed for a while. Mm-hmm. I feel like especially yeah. with the recent X-Men movies really kind of turned me against her just because just because it's Jennifer Lawrence playing Mystique. Therefore, like Mystique has, Mystique to, be has to be likable, yeah, right? She, she's and, a, which is just Well, it, she's they straight cast up, her as that before she blew up. Right. She's a straight up villain. And and oh yeah, I see. yeah, yeah. There's no like an apocalypse when she becomes like you know team leader at the end or whatever is giving this you know mm. inspiring speech. I'm like, this is so off point from what this character should. Isn't be. this supposed to be like an alternate timeline? It's the X Men continuity. It's all and Silver Linings playbooks in the X Men continuity. Yes, oh, okay. That's mm-hmm. Mystique um, mm-hmm. playing. Jennifer Lawrence's. So that's the character. first Marvel movie where you have, you know, the current Marvel universe mm-hmm. and X Men together. Oh yeah, yeah. Because Bradley Cooper, Rocket Raccoon. I Man, those you. those uh, Russo brothers. Mm. They're very sneaky. I tell you what. Um. So what would you what would you give give it out of a out of ten? Silver Linings Playbook. He no, the trip. Him. The trip. Oh. I don't know. Like a seven point five out of ten. It's not it's bad. Good trip. It's not good bad. trip. It's good. Um, Got to see my friends, which is all that alone's good. a ten out of a ten. That's 10 a great 10. movie. Any day to see my friends, I just 
afterward could have gone could have gone uh could have gone a little smoother you know it sounded like he had a uh, I won't go any further into that but it sounds like it was a interesting interesting trip for you but I'm glad you were able to salvage some of the good stuff huh. that's just life man it is it is um hey you know we could do a Shazam review Ooh, yeah, let's talk about movies. Wait. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's what this podcast oh, is about. I thought we were doing our uh, first day in, the life, day in the life of Tanner podcast. We do that every week. I think I think we recap what's going on with Tanner. Something I also want to bring up. I forgot to promote last week's podcast. I forgot. It completely slipped my mind. Still got good good plays, good views. Um, totally, totally blanked on that. It was less views than most mm-hmm. weeks because I didn't promote it. So yeah. um, there's a couple things. You uh, people who are going to – because this one's going to get promoted. Uh, when you hear this, there's also last week's episode you can go check out as well. It's really good, um, and this week mm-hmm. is good as well. And we got a Shazam review to do as well. Uh, Shazam. want to do. Um, Tanner, did you see Shazam? No. And we'll, it's okay. We're going to do a spoiler-free. No. We'll keep it spoiler-free. And I was in Colorado. And he's not True. a Fandango VIP like yours truly. Oh man, which are we? Are we allowed to talk about this? Because uh, the movie are. hasn't been released oh, yet. Yeah, the review, no review embargo is already up. No NDA. No NDA. Ooh. Review embargo is already up. Also, speaking of NDA, there was a movie premiere uh, last night at seven, and it was from it was like the next movie in from a major motion picture studio. Projected to be rated R has not been finalized by the whatever thing, and uh, I had two tickets for that, and I totally forgot to go. And now it's they didn't tell you what it is, or you just signed didn't, it. Yeah, didn't oh. tell me. That's it usually, usually it like maybe Hellboy. I thought it was Hellboy too, but it said it said it wasn't officially rated yet, and I could have swore Hellboy. Once was already upon rated a time R. in Hollywood. No, I don't. Seems early for that. That does seem. Oh God, I swear, if, if that's it what was it was, that, oh. <laughs> this is what's gonna bother me for eternity. Is I'll never know what that movie is. I was well, like, you're gonna go see it anyways, aren't you? No, it already passed. No, but it, oh, how, what, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, but he'll never know. And actually, I guess it doesn't matter. It's like it's not like I could talk about it. If I told anyone, it's breaking the NDA. I mean, it's not like you guys would go That's tell. True. Do you have anyways, to so. sign Honestly, one as part of? They they make you sign. Actually, yeah. when you when you yes English yes. language, when you reserve a ticket mm-hmm. online, uh, they don't make you sign anything anymore, depending on what the I screening is. But typically, it is in the ticket that you reserve is the terms of service agreement is that you are saying you will not talk about the movie at all. You're not allowed to have your phone on. You're not even allowed to there technically you're not supposed to bring your phone into the theater. Mm. Um, yeah. and depending on what the showing is, I've been I've been to some that don't have you sign anything. I've been to some that hand out sheets of paper uh, to everyone uh, mm-hmm. before you leave to fill out a quick little survey and then you sign your name at the bottom of the NDA. Mm. It just kind of depends. It's cool cuz you don't have to pay either. At least no. for the instances I went. No, yeah, you never pay. And it's a quick showing. They don't do any previews or anything like that. They just have a guy who kind of talks about what the film is going to be about. Mm-hmm. kind of goes over everything b- uh, before the movie starts. And then he walks out. And then uh, he or she walks out. And then they play the movie. And you're in and out of there. But yeah, I totally, totally forgot to go see that. Now it's going to bother me forever because I don't know That's what it bad. is. But it could. Maybe it could be because they're... No, it's still filming. It has It's still filming. Isn't it supposed to come out in... 
Like September? It's its release date is some indie film fest. I can't I can't remember where it's premiering. That's supposed to be late summer, early fall. I could be wrong. Yeah. But um for people who don't know what an NDA is, it's an, a non disclosure <clears throat> agreement, which Ooh. is basically just a document you sign saying I will not talk about whatever is outlined in this document. So So you'll hear the most commonly um in the, within the realm of movies or video game reviews mm-hmm. or people who work on these things usually have to sign NDAs. Um, yep. But they're used for all sorts of situations. Yeah. Um, so yeah, since the, if you sign an NDA to see a movie and then it gets released, does that void the NDA? Can you say that you saw it? Like months before, I think you're typically allowed to say you saw something. It depends again. Hey, this one on literally the did NDA. Not, this literally did not have a title on the ticket. It just says "free movie screening." It's projected to be rated R. Oh, so. you know what? Maybe it was um, what's that movie? By it's by Seth Rogen with the kids, sixth grade. That could be it. That that could be it. Yep. So that's supposed to be coming out soon. Yeah. We'll find out. Uh, some, actually, we'll never find out what it was. But yeah. Anyways, let's do a Shazam review. Let's do that. So yeah. Tim and I got to see Shazam uh, last weekend early via Fandango VIP, which don't try and sign up for it. It's something you have to be invited to. I was lucky. I have my Cinemaxic uh, brand and uh, package, and so I was able to get... Um, I'm just joking. This is totally free to I sign up for. I never got one. This is 100% free to sign up for. You just go mm. to the Fandango app. Does it cost can, anything? It's 100% free to sign up for. <laughs> I apologize. Excellent. I, uh, I literally just, I just want I just want our listeners good just, work, just finished saying that it does not cost anything and you asked me if it got So what's the incredible? What's the subscription fee? And there is no subscription fee. Oh. I reserved uh four tickets for uh me and some buzz to go see uh Shazam. And let's go ahead and dive into that. So with the Shazam review, we're gonna do spoiler free. Wait, you saw it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Saturday. Yep. We're gonna do it spoiler free. We're not gonna talk about it. I tell you it. what, it was a it was a we're not gonna talk about anything. So much fun. Ball but, of joy. But uh, we're going to do this review. Yeah, I thought it was great. I thought it was great. I, Easily the funniest of the DC movies. It was, there was genuinely hilarious laugh-out-loud moments in the movie. Honestly, I don't think there's... There's not even a Marvel movie that's made me laugh as much. It's Guardians of the Galaxy is the only one I can think of that made me laugh as, as much as this one did. Yeah. Which is saying something, because Marvel always tries to put in jokes. And their jokes, right. for me, they like usually don't land. Um, all of these landed for me. Like all of them. Like every joke they said, I was like, that is genuinely funny. Yeah. The whole thing where he did the <laughs> hands, lightning with my hands, lightning with my hands. <laughs> yeah. He just he's performing <laughs> yeah. the lightning with my hands. That was so funny. I was like, there, there is, what I love so much about this is the, the childlike wonderment that it was for Shazam's oh, yeah. character. Just trying to figure out what powers he has. Yeah, he was yeah, like going through like the whole testing of all the different powers he might have and um, the jokes the comedy was on par. The action was good. Uh, the character development was great. The story I loved the story of ben, you know, him being an orphan and mm-hmm. um, trying to find his mom and uh, living with a bunch of makeshift brothers and sisters and under one house in that, that foster home um 
they developed all the characters, like literally every character uh, that was in that foster home. Every kid yeah. uh, had a great personality and a character you understood, yep. um, which I thought was great that David Sandberg was able to pull that off. David Sandberg is the director of Shazam, who also is mostly known, known for horror movies. He's, he's a horror movie guy. He Annabelle, uh, Conjuring, stuff like that. It's like him and Jordan Peele just switch places. It's, it's kind of like it. It is kind of like it. Um, and... Uh, yeah, so it's kind of cool. James Wan and David Sandberg, both guys from the horror genre, coming over to DC Cinematic Universe, making two superhero movies, which I enjoyed both of them, with Aquaman, obviously, and Shazam. Mm-hmm. Um, my, I mean, probably my favorite part of this movie, though, it was Zachary Levi Shazam. He was so funny, he's he so did, charismatic. He did a great job acting like both a superhero and a young kid. Yeah. You know, just trying to learn, you know, his way around. Mm-hmm. Um, his his grown body, and I I loved the little uh like little things uh that they just kind of threw in there, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really want to spoil it, but that scene where they're in the, the the toy place, um, you know, there's a lot of comparisons yeah. to Big, and yeah. I that mean, was... just like small things like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's not even a spoiler, really. It's because it's just a small scene, but they do a little. Yeah, they do a little piano where scene he's running on the piano. When he's running on a piano, and I, it's, I it's, thought that was hilarious. It's a clear callback to Big, which yeah. is it, it was. Very tastefully done. It wasn't like they started doing the song. He just ran across the right. piano on the floor. Right. That was the keyboard floor mat piano. It was really cool. Do they refer to him as Captain Marvel at any point, or is he just Shazam? Now? I didn't. I did not. Captain Sparkle Fingers. I did not. Yeah, I did not catch them mention him as think, Captain Marvel. Uh, no, but they may have. I didn't. I don't. I don't recall him being. I don't think they ever came yeah. up with a, a name. And I don't blame them. They really can't call... They, they probably really don't want to call him Captain Marvel, which is literally right. the name of a big-time right. superhero movie that came out two weeks prior. Mm-hmm. So I understand if they didn't. I, but. One of the things I enjoyed was them going through different names to actually call them. Oh, that was funny. They called them like 10, yeah, 15 yeah. different names. Yeah, that was... <laughs> Cyclone. Thundercrack. Thundercrack. <laughs> So he's like, that sounds like a butt thing, dude. Yeah. I don't want to go over all the jokes to take away, take the wind no. out of it. But that was that was so. There's funny. a lot of them, but yeah. there is some really just genuinely funny jokes, and the yeah. the jokes too that I should say, a lot of them are kind of like childlike jokes, but they're so right. on character. Like that's definitely something a 14 year old would joke about, and it's also something Absolutely. a grown person would get like laughs right. out. And of. it's one of those things that only this character can actually pull off. I mean, if it was a grown man, like. You know, mm-hmm. another superhero, they wouldn't be able to do it. The the jokes wouldn't land. Yeah. Um, and also, by the way, the villain in this was really well developed as well. Uh, Mark Strong as yeah. uh, Doctor. Um, uh, shoot, what's Silvana? Doctor Silvana. Yeah, he was a character I had no idea who he was at all. I didn't either. When this movie was announced, obviously I know who Shazam is. Did not know who this guy was. Mm-hmm. And Mark Strong, obviously world class. World class. The guy is just great. He even in bad movies, Mark Strong is good. Mm-hmm. Green Lantern, the most notable one. He was a he was Shit, a I forgot he was in that. He was a primo, prime cut Sinestro. He was as good as you could be a Sinestro. He was excellent. Yep. Um. But yeah, Zachary Levi was excellent. Um. And uh, Asher Angel, who played Billy Batson. I thought he was good too. He mm-hmm. had he had that cool factor about him. He definitely had that uh, kind of street rat vibe to him, where he's he he could take care of himself, but right. he, he's super confident and uh, kind of cocky as well. Um, 
but he also has good morals, and mm-hmm. I, I love the character development of him. And of course, uh, one of my favorite favorite parts was uh, the the kid from It, who oh, I'm trying to find his name. Um, I'm surprised he's not one of the main people listed. I know. Uh, oh, Jack Dylan Grazer. He honestly, he was one of my favorite oh, kids in it. Oh, he yeah. was the he was, yeah yeah he was the or he was and it he, and he was my favorite. Jack actually. Dylan Grazer and it plays the sickly kid or the kid whose mom always They're says gazebos. He's sick. They're bullshit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> They're gazebos. Yes. Oh man, that was that. Yes, uh, oh. he was great in this too. He was super funny. Um, he is a phenomenal actor. He's a he really is. I mean, it it did an incredible job of casting incredible child actors. But again, he shines. He should he be the next so Batman. Good. There was there it is. Uh, Make him Batman. Put I, him in a grown man's body. I yeah. saw some well, they did. late night show clip with um, I can't remember which show it was, but uh, Skarsgård, um, from It. Bill, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. uh, was telling a story how he's. He's terrorizing um, Jack, that actor. Mm-hmm. And oh, like, yeah. you know, the kid's super freaked out. And so, as soon as they called cut, like, he was getting ready to, like, you know, go make sure the kid was, like, okay. Mm-hmm. And Jack was just like, love what you're doing with the character, Bill. Love <laughs> yeah. it. And then he's like, okay, thanks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was so good. Like, that's, that's hilarious. Like, they're such professionals. It just cracks me up. Man. Oh, yeah. Like, that would even, I don't even care. Like, I would, ter- I would be terrified if anyone dressed up like that as a, at their age. I would freak out. I would not be a fan of having to be around something like that. But and, that was really uh, cool. He also played a young Timothy Chalamet in Beautiful Boy. Oh, did he? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That's actually a spot-on casting. He, they look identical. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, the villain was great. There's some really like genuinely freaky stuff in here, too. Like It's borderline, be careful of taking your kids to see it uh, without preparing them. There's some scary scenes. Oh, Shazam? yeah. Shazam? Like Shazam. I mean, so the, the villain, I mean, this happens early on in the movie. Yeah. It's not really giving anything away. Yeah. Um, it's essentially the seven sins of hell. Yeah. Um, so... There's that's what yeah yeah the the yeah the main main villains uh, and this isn't again this isn't a spoiler either but it's they're the this the, the comics the seven sins yeah the seven it, deadly sins that's how that's wrapped how, up uh, into one person no they're they're seven of them they're, they're, they're individual seven. but then they um, combine in uh, Doctor Savano yeah yeah, um, yeah and they're okay they're, they're freaky looking but there is like there's a scene um, when the is villain less sexy. Huh? Is lust sexy? <laughs> who's, You'll who's have to said, find out. Who, eh, we don't. Someone made a comment on that. It, it, oh, was, it was Shazam. It was Zachary Levi. He made a comment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he goes, he's like, I'm gonna be honest. That lust would be a little hotter than that, or something. Yeah. <laughs> he makes a comment on that. It's really funny. Was it lust or envy? It was lust. It was yeah. lust. And uh, that's funny. Oh my gosh, there's a really great bit that <laughs> I can't go into it. I'll just say, yeah, I'll just say that there's a really great bit about uh, a gentleman's club, and it is so freaking funny. So the movie overall feels like it genuinely feels like a comedy, and as it should. I mean, it's a kid getting into a superhero's grown man's body. Oh, yeah. It should be rather lighthearted and upbeat. Right. And, uh, yeah, so, again, watch out, though. Like, if you know, listeners, if you're going to take any younger kids with you nephews nieces kids whatever 
<laughs> prepare them, there's going to be some freaky stuff. There's going to be some mm-hmm. freaky scenes. There's one scene where I genuinely was like, what the... I was like, Jesus, this is kind of freaking dark. I'm trying to... Boardroom scene. Oh, yes. That yep. whole scene. The, the It's very... You know what it is? It's So, Spider-Man 2, Tanner. Remember, you know, Spider, remember Spider-Man 2? Yes. The original, right? And when Doc Ock goes to have his claws removed in oh, the yeah. surgery room, it's very reminiscent of that scene to me. Um, you know, remember this? Remember this? When Doc Ock gets... No, it, I, I do. I, yeah. I'm just not saying it's anything. Like, yeah, it's like reminiscent <laughs> of that scene because you're just like, oh, this is a Spider-Man movie. This should be fun. And then that scene happens and you're like, huh. I could say this when as a kid, when I saw that movie in theaters, I mm. almost cried. I was that freaked out. When, when they dra- When one of his arms dragged that girl that girl doctor into the dark room and her nails are dragging into the tile and she's screaming freaked me out freaked me out and then oh, they, yeah and then they that guy gets beheaded off scene by the chainsaw i was like jesus this is the freakiest thing i've ever seen it it, it traumatized me so much that no, i mean no joke i did not see it again spider-man 2 had it all laughs scary scary scenes but mm-hmm. toby mcguire should have won best actor I couldn't agree more. The Holy Trinity deserves more than what it got. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything We else. all deserve more than what we, <laughs> um, we do. I'm trying to... Yeah, I don't know. There's there's a lot of... And it, did you have any gripes? Okay, so one of my gripes is... it At some points, it was... How should I put this? I don't feel like I saw Shazam kick enough ass. I agree. I, so, feel, like, I felt like he was getting his ass handed to him. One a of, lot. One of, yes. In which, you know, I can kind of understand because, again, he's still trying to learn, yeah. you know, all his powers and whatnot. Um, one, one of my biggest gripes is kind of towards the end, um, you know, when they keep referencing, oh, he needs, he needs to figure out his full potential. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the ending was just a little underwhelming. It felt like it was kind of thrown mm-hmm. there. Uh, I, I, I like what they did, but I wasn't a huge fan, you know, because I didn't. You didn't get the ultimate ending that you were kind of wanting, like the exciting ending. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, that I I could say. Yeah, the ending could have been a little. It could be can considered a little anticlimactic. I could see that. Um, and yeah, I mean, my biggest gripe is that it, at some points it didn't feel like a superhero movie because I didn't feel like right. I was seeing my hero kick a lot of ass or do or like really like. It, so that I had my gripes there, but I need to see it again because it was you know. Maybe he right. did. Maybe he did do plenty of that. I just wasn't paying attention. I was distracted by like the laughs and whatnot. Um, I don't have a problem with it being too comedic. Uh, with a lot of superhero movies who tried it, that try to do that, I don't. Mm-hmm. I do not. It like didn't that. feel over the top. It did not feel me. over the top. It felt on character, which is something yeah. that I liked. It all felt on character. That's why I didn't like Thor Ragnarok. I was excited for Thor, but I just left feeling like this doesn't feel like any of this was on character like the hulk being used as a as a slapstick joke here and there and and like thor being way over the top funny i'm like you know i understand they have to do something unique with thor to try and make him interesting so maybe like let's make him See, really funny i thought they did a really good job ragnarok's one of my favorite marvel movies there is bits of Ragnarok that are some of my favorite things in superhero movies ever like the the uh immigrant song on the freaking oh, bridge is one of the badass. most badass superhero movie movie moments ever it gives oh, me yeah. chills thinking of it yeah it was such a great great scene um but so, uh, the, the movies that do that not just marvel movies but even like suicide squad 
they, you know, they're pushing too much comedy and it's off character. Shazam right. was all in line with the character with yeah, this comedy. Absolutely. They, yeah. they nailed it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, other than that, um, oh, and one last thing that I love and I hope, 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 hope DC takes all the notes in the world. There's this growing concern of me with me that like DC keeps mentioning we're not focused on a connected universe right now. We're going to make a bunch of individual movies and we're not going to focus on making characters appear in different movies and whatnot. And I'm like, okay, I'm okay with that. I think all fans are okay with that. We don't need Superman and Batman in every movie unless it makes sense to do it. But we don't need that in every movie. You don't need to force it. Right. But acknowledge the universe. That's what makes these movies fun for fans. That's what makes Marvel movies fun for Marvel fans. That's what would make it fun for DC fans, and Shazam nailed it. There was, mm-hmm. t- there's a really cool bit at the end of the movie, Tanner. So one thing I'll say, you don't have to stay for the credits. Uh, the end, the, the first scene, though, at the before the credits. I mean, there's in, there's there's a scene in mid credits. So if you want to stay for that, yeah, you can, yeah, yeah. But there, it doesn't really. There's two scenes. Much there's, there's one scene mid credits. There's one scene after. But the scene yeah. at the very actual last scene in the movie um, uh, was a great bit. But there uh, a, a great bit, and I'm not gonna say what it is because I want you all to be surprised. But they connected the universes together. They mentioned other characters. Um, they mentioned different events, and it made it feel like a whole universe. But it was Shazam's movie, but it felt like it took place in the universe that we've been watching build. Right, and that's what the, that's all they need to do. You don't need to force characters into other movies. Just say connect it. Just connect it. That's all you need to do. Right. Aquaman did it by mentioning um, what's his nuts. What's his, what was. Justice League's I can't even remember Justice League's villain. That's how bad that movie is. Oh, Wolf Mother or something. Wanna <laughs> 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 Wolf uh, yeah. Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf. <laughs> so mother. So I so I know it's a band. I always know that there's some yes. band with the same name yes. as Wolf. Yes. Yes, in the next Justice oh. League movie, they'll be fighting Greta Van Fleet. <laughs> exactly. Oh god. Yes. <laughs> and and there their knockoff Led Zeppelin. I love Greta Yeah, Van Fleet. Wonder Woman uh, lassoes them and forces them to admit that they're just copying <laughs> yeah. Led Zeppelin. Say you know who Robert Plant is. We don't. <laughs> the lasso so compels so you. <laughs> okay. We love Led Zeppelin. <laughs> I'm literally mimicking his voice. Um, but yeah, uh, Shazam was great, guys. So much fun. Arguably my favorite movie, the DC Universe. The reason it's not going to be it's because the one gripe is that I don't feel like I was enough superhero ness yep. out of it. It I wasn't. It, there wasn't that over. Like they they get, got so close, but they didn't go all the way over the top with like mm-hmm. these are amazing character, amazing character with amazing capabilities, and we don't. Mm-hmm. I feel like we don't get to see it used enough. Right. Um, Man of Steel is no, still number one for me. I love Man of Steel, so I, I love seeing these heroes do crazy, incredible things. And I love Man of Steel. Uh, I love Wonder Woman. I really liked Aquaman quite a lot. Uh, but Shazam's right up there, guys. It's as good as a superhero movie as you get. I gave it a five. I mean, I gave it a four. Five point, out of ten. Four point five out of five. If we're doing out of ten, do we do oh. out of ten or five on this podcast? I always forget. Uh, I think we it, just whatever we're feeling. Um. <laughs> I like that. Four point five out of five. I'd me. give I'd give it a four. We should do it out of five because that's what our letterbox does. Yeah, it's I'm five. I'm, I'm yeah, totally yeah. fine with four, that. Four point five out of five for Shazam. Definitely go see it. It's a great family flick. Um, it's a great 
great movie to go see on the weekends. It's going to be a blockbuster. Um, 4.5. Very bold. I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I'm going to pull up some some of your movies that you've rated. 4.5 on Letterboxd. Please do not. Um, And yeah, that's going to do it for Shazam Review. Um, Go see it. Yep, go see it. Let's also talk about the movies we watched this week. I watched... uh, Tim didn't finish it. Watched Triple Frontier on Netflix. How was it? You know, it was... Um, honestly, out of all the Netflix movies I've seen, it's the best Netflix movie I've ever seen. It, I heard it wasn't someone, bad. I heard someone describe it as like an A-list cast in a B movie. That's a very apt description. Yeah, it's kind of you know it. It felt like Sicario to me. I think that seems like what they were going Which I for. I think, to, and this might be people might not like this. I thought Sicario was a overrated i i agree i thought it was very much really to that description a list cast I, B, B movie i agree i thought it's really Sicar- like the last 10 minutes yeah. of the movie where i'm like oh my god yeah yeah other than that i wasn't a big fan of the character development i wasn't a big fan of the story no it just kind of it, it kind of was like we're walking along we're walking along and here's the end i was like uh what um yeah i didn't like um emily blunt's character at all yeah. she was just there to be a nuisance like a wet blanket pretty yeah. much and i'm not saying like she she was very transparently supposed to be like an audience stand-in character yeah like she didn't really do much to affect i was the hoping, overall narrative and, of and emily blunt is a badass i was hoping yeah. she, I, when i went into scary yeah. i was hoping she was gonna be a and badass really the and whole, she really wasn't what i think would have made the movie more engaging for me if it was just um, Benicio Del Toro and Josh Brolin just doing a bunch of nasty shit, which I think the sequel apparently was, but apparently that was also not as good as Sicario. So what do I know? Yeah, I'll have to check it out. But but, but yeah, Triple Frontier was... What? Oh, I was just going to say, here are some movies that you rated four stars on Letterboxd, which would be worse than Shazam. Raiders of the Lost Ark, Jaws, The Incredibles, Nightcrawler, The Martian, Drive, Django, Gone Girl. Please stop. <laughs> Get out. Sure, four out of five. See, I'm. Is that what you want? Is is that what you want? Yes. Okay. I'm not five. sure if you could say a four and a half star superhero movie is necessarily a better film than a like three and a half star drama. Yeah. Like, when you're comparing films from different genres, I know you're just doing a bit. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I think this is another thing, like, that's mm-hmm. kind of comes into movie discussion is you kind of have to take things as in judging it on an individual yeah, thing. Yeah, you can't, you can't like, compare a comedy to a drama. You can't yeah. make, like, some grand unifying list of... um all movies ranked best the worst or something yeah, yeah, like that. Right. It's impossible. Now, um, Triple Frontier I thought was really good. The, I mean, not really good. I thought it was a watchable movie. Uh, it was, like, in terms of... In terms of so, Net- like a Netflix film. Well, no, no. In terms of Netflix movies, it's the it's amazing. It, in terms of Netflix movies, it's amazing. I'll say that because the acting was on point. Mm-hmm. I thought Charlie Hunnam was really good in this and people always want to bag on Charlie Hunnam. I thought he was good in this. I thought Ben Affleck was good in this. I thought Oscar, I mean, Oscar Isaac, every time I see him act, I remind myself that 
I am reminded that he is a tremendous actor. Oh yeah, the guy carries this movie. Mm-hmm. He is so good in Triple Frontier. If any, if you need to, if there's any reason to watch it, it's because he's in it. It's he's incredible. It's also on Netflix, so why not? And uh, yeah, I thought it was good. Uh, and I feel like a lot of the times these like Mexican cartel movies go way over the top with like violence and stuff like that. You don't really get that here. You get a lot of intense action. Like edge, for me, I was edge of my seat, thrilled um, for a lot of it. There was some. There was probably like fifteen minutes of too much exposition in the middle of the movie. Um, but other than that, I thought I thought Triple Frontier was good. I wanted to talk about that, so you should definitely go see that. I think Triple Frontier is a three point five out of five for me. Three out of five. Three point five out of five. Um, good movie. Good movie. Tim left halfway through it, so I know he has to finish it. No, but... there's like 30, 40 minutes left. Yeah. Yeah, so... So we didn't start until 10 o'clock on mm-hmm. Tuesday, Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And, well, old, old Tam had to go to bed and get up sure, for work. Sure, So it's one of those that it wasn't captivating where I'm like, I have to finish this. Right. But, I, I mean, from what I saw, it, it, it was good. Um... So yeah, I guess that's for what we watched this week. That's a good movie review. Kind of went over our lives. Let's let's go talk about some movie news now, shall we? I uh, I, watch, I watched some movies, some other movies. Oh, go ahead. What you watch? I watched Us, but I oh, won't yeah. ta- I won't talk about it because I know Tanner's gonna see it soon, and I'm sure he'll want to talk about. It, so we can save that for later. Sure. And then I watched Memento, which we'll be talking about next week. Yes. Oh, and that reminds me. We need to bring this up. We are moving. Uh, today was supposed to be the Christopher Nolan podcast. We're going to move that to next week um, to give ourselves a little bit more time to prepare. I forgot Tanner was going to be out of town for a week. We want to just kind of really deliver a good breakdown of Christopher Nolan's podcast uh, <laughs> movies. And uh, we want to give you guys a good podcast about um, it. Real quick, mm-hmm. might need to redo this bit. Um, I might be gone again next week. You son of a bitch. He is all because over the place. Because my grandma is dying. So I'm not saying that to make you, you shouldn't feel take that bad. Back. No, no, you're totally okay. Um, it's been a long time coming. So I might be in Texas for a funeral for part of next week. I don't know. Well, we'll see what your schedule looks like next week and kind so, of just shoot around that. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, also, a force. we need to get another Force Vision in. I think we will squeeze one of those in, whether I have to do like a solo one or do a quick 30-minute one. But we want to do, uh, we definitely want to do one of those. And we also want to do a big Force Vision about just kind of previewing Star Wars Celebration, talk about what Tim yeah. and I are going to do. We should get Drew on. We should do a live Star Wars cel- I, I want to do a Star Wars Celebration podcast if we can from our hotel room. At least do like a forty-five minute like talk about what we did during the oh, day yeah. or something. I think that'd be fun. That would be fun. Um, I have a mic that we could take with us and do it. I think we should do something like that. We're gonna hand out Force Vision stickers and Cinemaxic stickers. So hopefully, gain some new listeners because who doesn't like free stuff? Um, and our logo's cool, so why not? Mm-hmm. I saw some rumor today. I didn't really followed up to read the article nor can i remember what the source is but allegedly uh mark hamill might be in some preliminary talks to have a major role in guardians of the galaxy 3 
So that's actually so that's so that's so when James Gunn got fired off Guardians of the Galaxy three, the first thing I thought was like, oh man, there probably goes Mark Hamill's role. So, and, was that something that was spoken about so, prior? So someone tweeted at Mark Hamill saying like, I would love to see you in a Marvel movie or something like that sometime soon. And Mark Hamill tweeted back to him says. James Gunn is my is literally my neighbor in Malibu. We're we're great buds, and uh, it's up to him if he wants to if he wants to talk about doing that. And James Gunn tweeted him saying, "Yeah, man, let's talk dinner at my place or something like that." So it was pretty maybe, much maybe a Star Wars crossover into the Marvel <laughs> universe. No. If that literally makes me sick to even joke about. Could we imagine that? Ugh. I could no. I hate it. I wouldn't like it. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, and they bring Luke back when they bring everyone else back in Endgame. <laughs> they undo the snap. Oh, he snapped himself. I don't know. <laughs> he did disappear. He disappeared. There could have been some dust. <laughs> it's the same universe. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, shit. No um, one saw it coming. Um, but yeah, it's uh, that's that's something that I'm interested in. I would love to, I, I, I would love to see Mark Hamill get back into more in-person acting the voiceover acting he's doing uh that nightfall show which i watched a trailer for and he is going real <laughs> he is he's going real over the top with his character um it's the only way for mark hamill to be <laughs> he's he's talking like this it's talking like a cockney englishman <laughs> it's, it's still don't think you know <laughs> what a cockney you know what accent is. i have no idea i apologize to the isn't cockney is that, uh, that cockney. one movie brad pitt was in where you have absolutely no idea what he's saying. No, uh, pikey uh, is the it. term, and I'm, I don't know if that's considered derogatory or not. That's just how they called it in the movie. But yeah, I would love to see Mark Hamill uh, in a big motion picture like that, and I'm not surprised at all to see he's back in there. Which you know, I'm concerned that James Gunn, and this is irrational, but let's be honest, James Gunn's baby is Guardians of the Galaxy. That movie made him. As famous as he is, and when he got reinstated to Guardians of the Galaxy three, I can't I was help ecstatic. Did I we was talk ex- about this last week? Uh, we may have brought it we up. Did. No, I think we did. I could have swore. Yeah, but you we know did. what? It's exciting enough that we can mention. It I just yes, we know we did. We we had a whole segment on James Gunn. Did we? You know what? I don't you know remember. What I should do? Oh, that's right. We did. You know what I should do? I should look at our Trello board that we did the week previous, and then I can better know what we talked about so I know not to touch on the same things. Oh, you're fine. Um, Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I'll tell uh, you what. When I found out, I was at work, and I was so excited, I stood up from my chair and gave a fist bump. You know what's bumming me out? Dumbo is not getting good reviews, and I thought it looked great. I loved everything about it, but it is, I loved everything I saw about it so far, but it is not getting good reviews at all. When is that released? This April, I believe. You know, again, really no interest in any of these live action, you know, Disney remakes of their cartoons. I was yeah. I had much more interest in Dumbo because I think I've seen Dumbo once in my life and I was a kid and I have no mm-hmm. idea what it's about other than that it's a big it's a I don't think I've flies. ever seen Dumbo. Flies. I don't, I don't think know I if I have. I'm okay, I'm okay with seeing. That's like what's like when they announce like these live action movies and stuff I haven't seen. I'm like, oh, okay, I guess I could be excited yeah. for that. It's like uh, bringing back Guardians of the Galaxy. It's one of those comics no one really knows about. Yeah, but 
People know about Dumbo. I'm pretty sure Dumbo is one of the lesser watched movies, though. Disney movies, I would say. I'm going to debate you on that, too. I think Dumbo is one of the all-time classics. If you ask a lot of people, I think Dumbo Dumbo is a part of their childhood. Way more than just ours. I'm very self-centered, and I'm doing it from my point of view. I didn't watch Dumbo a lot either, but there's a reason Dumbo is being I will say, Dumbo has a hell of a ride at Disney World. That was my favorite ride when I went there. Isn't that like a a kid kid ride? Yeah. Like a kitty ride? Yeah. I made my dad wait in line for like three hours. Uh. You waited in line for three hours for a Dumbo ride? Assuming so who's the real Dumbo? When I was in <laughs> Disneyland, um, that's why they named the ride Dumbo Ride. I was it's on a bunch it, of Dumbos. The It's a Small World ride, and it's it New York broke down for <laughs> half an hour, so I got to listen to It's a Small World on oh, loop no. for 30 minutes. Oh, oh no. my God. That's brutal. It's a banshee just passed through the <laughs> apartment. That was interesting. Well, it was nice knowing you boys. Um, oh God, have fun sleeping tonight. Um, uh, what was I gonna say? Um, Dumbo. Yeah, so uh, Dumbo's not gonna get reviews. I loved the animation style and the art style they were going yeah. for with it, but uh, people keep saying it just the that Tim Burton t- took too many liberties and added things that shouldn't have had been added and mm-hmm. yeah just they were doesn't dumbo have the the racist crow characters in it mm, i couldn't tell you i don't know or am i thinking of some different cartoon thing i'm not sure i don't know either i i don't I remember ever Googled watching dumbo dumbo racist crows. something else um tom this is breaking news tom hanks has been cast as in the kingmaker uh from Variety, Tom Hanks is in negotiations, negotiations to play Evel. I literally cannot speak English today. But you can speak Cockney. Tom Hanks is in, Tom Hanks is in negotiations to play Elvis Presley's iconic manager, Colonel Tim Parker, in Baz Luhrmann's entitled Warner Bros. biopic about the legendary musician. That was all over the place. Spot on. I don't know who... Uh, Who's going to play Elvis? Timothy Chalamet. Cast him in everything. Dumbo is the movie with the racist crow characters, by the oh. way. And I'm, apparently I'm Tim Burton has apparently Tim Burton has cut that bit from his version of the movie. So <laughs> that would be a bold choice to include it. It would. Even though they you know, Looney Tunes, uh if they run nowadays, or at least they I don't know when they saw this, but it's like before it was on some channels, it would run a commercial or a little ad lib thing, a little blurb, if you will. And it said, um, in this cartoon contains a lot of content that was replicant of its time. Um, some of these things right. are racist right. and offensive. We have left the cartoon as is at, because to cut it from the cartoon would to would be to pretend it never existed at all. Which is, I think, a very, very admirable point, too. You don't want to cut all that out because then you just pretend it was all hunky-dory when in reality, mm-hmm. obviously, there's a lot of racist shit. You know, I think yeah. that's fine as long as it's given that context, you know? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, you don't want to just play a cartoon and kids see that and just start thinking, you know, poorly of something. Right. Uh, it would be... So... I think Bob Iger said recently within the past week or two with uh, the Disney Plus streaming service mm-hmm. that they're planning on eventually having 
all of their films on it. Um, so there's been some questioning about whether or not um, Song of the South will ever see the light of day. Which I don't know if you guys are familiar with mm, that at not, all. Not familiar with it. So you've probably, in the Disney ride Splash Mountain, mm-hmm. like uh, Br'er Rabbit. Oh, the, yeah. The zippity doo da zippity a My oh my, what a wonderful day. That song, maybe you've heard that. It comes from Song of the South, which... Um, at the time of its release, I don't know if it was considered controversial, but Disney's kind of buried it in the subsequent decades mm-hmm. um, just because, I mean, there's a lot of, uh, you can easily interpret it as kind of making light of painting slavery in a different <laughs> there we go. way. Uh <laughs> Although I believe in the details, the Uncle Remus character isn't actually a slave, but was a sharecropper. Whether or not you could consider that to be truly different, I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't. I, I feel like they'll probably keep that out. Regardless, yes, it is a controversial film, despite the Splash Mountain ride still existing at Disneyland. Um, oh, is that a part of it? Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got all the cartoon characters in it hmm. so I need who to go knows to, I need if to go that to will Disney ever World. show up again i know well, it's a hell of a time i need to go to all the oh yeah apparently going in february is the best time to go i went in october it wasn't too bad i went to disney world in i've been to both parks i went to disney world most recently um my junior year at college and we went immediately after christmas oh and it was okay wasn't packed crowd wise the... there's still a lot of people yeah but you're not gonna miss the giant crowds, but yeah, yeah. Uh, you want to miss you want you want to try to go during the school year, away from Sorry. those common holidays. So yeah, I was told to go in February, so I think I might. I if might you try go sometime. Go to Epcot, drink around the world. Yeah, that sounds like a plan. Get drunk at Disney World, dude. Yeah, it's like it was actually a lot of fun. Probably like fifteen dollar beers though. No, it's like. Probably Six, like seven dollars, thirty dollar beers though. <laughs> I no, I quick. So little, there's thirteen countries. Quick little thing too, by the way. Uh, go ahead, Tim. There's thirteen countries. I drank at each one. Probably spent maybe eighty dollars. Oh, I don't know. I just know I got some What's food from a restaurant in Epcot, and it was like sixteen bucks. Yeah. Um. So speaking of Disney World, by the way, I just want to mention this. Even though this is probably more Force Vision, but did you see the video of the park members who got told that they were accepted to be cast members of the uh, of the Star Wars Land thing? Mm-hmm. No. If you go to Star Wars Instagram page, you d- I think it's like the third post down. You'll see it. But they're just they're having the people come like they would for a costume test and whatnot. Like they don't know they have the job. And this guy goes and says, "So." Are you ready to go to Galaxy's Edge, and uh, or something like that? Are you ready to go to whatever? And they like most of them just start break down crying. They're like so excited, and I'm like, cool. I'm thinking, is there a more fun job than that? You get to pretend you're in freaking Star Wars for millions of people who are going to eat it up. They're going to eat it up. They're going to love. And you do it. that every day, and you get to do it every day. I'm like, oh my god! It, it was—I don't know if it'll ever happen, but it was a lifelong dream of mine to 
at least for a summer, work at one of those theme parks. At least for a summer, work mm-hmm. as a cast member in one of the theme parks. It's still kind of one of my dreams. Maybe I'll get it done someday. Is just apply, go, and just do it. And if I could do it, is be down there at Disney or do it at the Hogwarts one. That would be a dream oh. come true for me. That would, would be awesome. It. I would it's something I think I've, I've always wanted to do. I, I nearly did it in college because Disney has this college program where you go to college mm-hmm. in Florida for two years. They totally pay for your school. They pay for your – excuse me. Um, well, they don't pay for your room and board because it comes out of your, your work. But you work for Disney in the in the parks, and they pay for your college and everything. They take it out of your – pay Mm. and uh you get to go to school but instead of having like a you know a boring job or something you get to be a a disney parks member and you get all these cool like benefits of being there you get to go to the park when it's closed and all that stuff and i'm like i was this close to doing that but i ended up passing one of our friends from junior high um, mm -hmm. sarah one of one of the guys i work with was a cast member actually Mm -hmm. um I mean, I, I, honestly, I don't think it's as great as we think it would be initially, but it'd be a fun experience. Yeah. Okay, guys. Oh, yep. We talk about the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood trailer. No, oh, that no, came out last yeah. week, we did, but we I think that was it. between episodes. We didn't cover it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that looked great. That looks that looks really fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. Pitt delivering his. It's hard to see mm-hmm. where the shocking violence is going to come into play. Yeah. Although Charlie. So it's Charles the, Manson is a part of the film, and Sharon Tate is Margot, Margot Robbie. Robbie is playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although there's some speculation about, you know, whether or not it's going to play out like it did in real life, because Quentin Tarantino indicated after Inglorious Bastards that he wants to do more movies that are sort of alternate histories. I hope so. So almost wondering oh, if maybe yeah. Charles Manson and the hippie guys get kind of like the table turned on them or something I, somehow. I really hope so, because be I awesome. loved the trailer. The one thing I didn't like was like, this feels like <laughs> comedy. Yeah. And Margot Robbie's character is going to get murdered, which is based <laughs> off something that happened in real yeah. life. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. don't want to watch it's, this. It's, very, it's a very fine line that that's the most really cross. That's the most disturbing type of violence to me, is a movie that's clearly like being funny in a comedy, yeah. and then turns like black, dark, as night because it kills someone super violently and i'm like right so that's like i that was the one thing that was bothering me about the trailer I was like this straight up feels like a comedy and this is supposed to depict uh sharon tate getting murdered by charles manson's gang i'm like i hate i don't like that maybe brad pitt's character fights all of them and maybe them yeah did they, they, they resurrected bruce lee dude that was <laughs> yeah. crazy he was on point bruce lee the, i that. mean it did seem like almost a little exaggerated but more or less yeah. like wow but that's what that was it was exaggerated but that's kind of like bruce lee he was You're always right. over the top yeah he was always over the top mm-hmm. you could ask him a simple question and he's like do you want water he's like, water is the lifeblood I'm probably doing it's an offensive horrible. accent. It's a horrible, horrible Bruce Lee. At least <laughs> I don't know if it's racist. I'm but... gonna stop myself right now and uh, no more accents. Anymore. Yeah, but yeah, that looked good. My too. my favorite scene uh, in the trailer is when the the little girl compliments Leonardo DiCaprio's <laughs> acting. Yeah. He, he, he just starts, starts crying. crying. 
It looks like it's going to be a blast. And hopefully, I, I hope it is that. I hope they do a table's turn like Inglorious Bastards, where it's like, I would let's, love that. Let's see history play out the way we wanted it to play out. Let's not give yet another the only, day for. The only downside is would that be a disservice to her family to alter the events of what actually happened? I mean, I don't. I mean, this, can that be a little disrespectful? I think it's disrespectful to begin with to make a major motion picture of someone's murder. So the yeah. fact that they're doing that anyways, uh, of someone who was murdered rather, so the fact they're doing that I mean, anyways it's, it's tells no me it's no different they don't care. than true crime documentaries. Sure, I know, the way, the fact that they're making the movie tells me they don't care. Two, I don't know if Sharon Tate has any like relatives at this point that are like, well, are her parents still alive? Roman Polanski, but he's not necessarily. Wasn't that, uh, Deserving 50s of, or 60s? Uh, yeah. End of the 70s. Oh. So her parents are probably still alive, maybe. I don't know. But, yeah, it's... it's. Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that plays out. We'll keep a sharp, a sharp eye on that. But, yeah, guys, I think we should wrap it up. I think we should wrap it up. I think we were trying to keep it quick, but we probably didn't. But that's whatever. About, about an hour. It was a fun yeah. podcast. Hour 15, maybe. It was good. Um, so, guys, quick little rundown. Uh, next week, we're gonna have our Christopher Nolan director deep dive, um, where we're gonna we're gonna break down all of his movies. We're gonna talk about him, have a great discussion. Uh, we're gonna put a good amount of effort into that, and I'm really excited to have that uh, be shown to you. We're also gonna do a short Force Vision. Hopefully, uh, squeeze one in here pretty quick. We also want to do a live, not a live, but we're going to do a recorded Force Vision at Star Wars Celebration when Tim and I go a couple weeks from now. Uh, we're excited to do that. We're going to hand out stickers and whatnot, as I described, and that should be a good time. We're going to be really excited to discuss that. Um, last week's podcast is still available, of course. We forgot, I myself, I forgot to promote that, so be sure to check out last week's episode. Lots of great content there, as well as this week's episode. As always, you can reach us at cinemaxicpod at gmail.com, at cinemaxicpod on Instagram, and at cinemaxic on Twitter. Submit all your questions, answers, topics, whatever. I'm also going to start posting more polls. I want to do more polls on my Facebook page, so I'm going to get more audience engagement uh, by posting polls and uh, on, on Facebook and having you guys vote for them. I think that would be fun as well. I want to thank all you guys so much for being listeners. I, I take a lot of I don't know, pride, I guess. Not not necessarily that. I just, I'm just i very pleased and happy to know that people tune into our podcast, our little podcast every week, to hear us talk about movies and stuff and you know, Tanner's Colorado trips. And uh, mm. I'm glad if we bring a little bit of joy to your lives for an hour a day or more, we we love to do that. So that's why we're here. We appreciate it. Thank you guys for listening. Be sure to share everywhere. As always, be sure to share, be sure to like, be sure to subscribe. For my friend, Tanner Rush. Tanner, thanks so much for coming back on, buddy. Of course. And for my buddy, Tim Reichmith. Thank you as well, I guess. Thanks. Oh, that, uh, that meant... A lot. Thank you, Max. And as always, I am your host, Max Liedem, at Max Fozzi. You know where to find me. You know where to find us. We love you guys. Take care. Have a great week. Bye. Bye. Adios. Adios.